Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. We are following up today on an episode from a few weeks ago when we were talking about social media marketing. And one of the things that Cody brought up was what to post and how to post. And we thought, you know what, this would be a really good thing to just kind of break off and do an entire different episode on. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about how to write an effective post, whether you're doing that for Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, really any of the platforms. Right, Cody? Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Very good. So Cody, what do you have to say about this topic today? Well, the reason that I wanted to do a, uh, an episode on this is because very recently, um, in fact, this, this week, this Monday, I made a post and, um, it did better than any other post than I've ever made before. Um, probably mm-hmm. since like my announcement post that I like was doing coaching in general. And, um, because of this post, it got so much good reaction. Uh, you know, I got a lot of new leads from it. I got a lot of shares, like the whole nine. I was like, you know, I think that this is something to talk about because this one post really kind of um, changed a lot of things for my coaching practice alone within the last week because there's been a lot that's come from it. So I figured yeah. that, you know, if we were to be able to, you know, dissect it a little bit, and see, you know, why maybe it worked so well, that it might also benefit people who who are coaches as well to kind of like take from it and use it almost as like a template and just themselves and see if they get the same results. Yeah, that's great. In fact, I I know our listeners don't know this, but I know exactly which post you're talking about. And the reason that I know which post you're talking about is not because you told me ahead of time. It's because as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that is going to be a killer post for him. And I know some of the reasons that I thought that, and I'm sure that we'll kind of get into some of that as we dissect it. Um, But why don't you tell the audience a little bit about the post that you are referencing first so that they have some context? Yeah. So This post was a little bit different than what I typically do. And I think that because of that, that that's a huge reason as to why it did so well. Um, So in my opinion, there's really, there's a lot of different types of posts that you can make. However, there's two like big kind of uh, sections to it to or categories of posts, I guess you could say. Um, One is one that kind of explains what you do for for people and like what your what your business is and the other one is why you do it right yep um and i think that we live in a world of of what you know and this kind of goes back to our to one of our earlier episodes about you know start with why um you know defining your why that kind of thing um and how that's so powerful but you know if you were to scroll through social media you'll see all of these businesses telling you what they do what they do what they do what they do And that's a good thing to do because obviously people need to know that, you know, like that's the primary thing of what you do. Um, So it's important to do that. But every now and then it's really important to make sure that your audience or your customers or your client base or whatever you want to call it knows also why you do it. And this was definitely a post that was more so along the lines of why I'm doing this. Yeah. And, and I know I don't, 
I'm going to botch this up. I don't know, remember who it was. I want to say maybe Bob Proctor, but I'm not positive. But I know that whoever it was that said it said, people don't care what you do until they know why you do it. Mm-hmm. And that is really what you're saying right now, that, yes, it's important for them to know what, but without them knowing why, really, why do they care, right? And not only why you do what you do, but why do you care about them? That's going to be another important piece of it. And I think that that was another thing that you touched in this post. So without further ado, go ahead and share the post that you're talking about. Sure. Um, So I have it pulled up right here, actually. So it's a little bit of a longer post. uh, So I'll just read it out. But the reason that it is longer is because it was real. Um, And Mm -hmm. it's it's like my story. It's everything that I had in into everything that was going on in my mind that in that day in that moment, I just kind of threw it out in the, on the internet. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll go ahead and read it. So it says, my dream died today, or my dream died because of money. I started coaching people with their money and mindsets because I too was struggling with my money and mindset at one point in time. And it ultimately cost me my dream. Before I was coaching, I played in a band. Some may remember it. It was called Hour 24. I put every ounce of blood, sweat, and tears into that band. We traveled the entire country several times. We recorded with a multi-platinum record producer, and we played with some of our biggest influences and favorite bands. There were several reasons as to why that band came to an end, but one reason for me personally was because of money. The term starving artist is a real thing. In fact, when we were out on the road, the band expenses came first, and I essentially lived off of $3 a day. I had little income, tens of thousands of dollars of debt, and no clear plan. As a kid in his early 20s, this lifestyle was fun at first, but it quickly became unsustainable. I had to give up on my dreams because of money? Really? Yup. It was at this point that I decided enough is enough, and I would never let money dictate my life and my dreams again. I reached out to people who were better with money than me, got myself into a program, and changed my life. Now, I'm trying to provide the same thing for others. I know firsthand how money, and in particular debt, can destroy a person's dreams. I lived it, and I'm now on a mission to help as many people get above their circumstances so that they can live out their true purpose and do what they were put on this earth to do. If you feel like you need to do better with your money in any way, please get a hold of me. It's extremely important that you live out your life that you were supposed to and don't let money hold you back any longer. Peace. Now, Cody. Yes. I can tell you that I didn't read the entire thing. (laughs) Okay. I skimmed it. I did Mm -hmm. skim it. But I didn't need to read the entire thing. Mm -hmm. Why did I not need to read the entire thing? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't want to mess. You don't want to guess? Yeah, I don't want to guess. What do you think hooked me? How do you think, when I I saw it, how do you think I knew that it was going to be a really great post for you. Uh, the first sentence. 
Okay. Absolutely. Yep. And could you repeat that for us one more time? Yes. My dream died because of money, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. How many people do you think are out there who are dreamers and feel like because of money, it's never going to happen for them? Mm -hmm. A lot. And you use the word died. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you didn't say my dreams were put on hold. You didn't say, you know, my dreams were were lessened. You said they died or mm -hmm. it died. Yep. And that is such a powerful, powerful statement. Let me ask you, you said that you've gotten a lot of feedback from that or a lot of interaction because of that post. What were some of the things that people reached out to you and said, obviously without giving away their information, what were some of the, what were some of the uh, reactions that you got to that? Yeah. Well, um, I'll just walk you through it. So this post, so typically my posts, um, like a, like a good average post for my business gets anywhere from like eight to 25 likes. Um, okay. This one got good a context. Yes. Just for context. Um, this one got 111 likes, 12 mm -hmm. comments and eight shares. That's amazing. Yes. Um, some of the comments on the post said, this is legit my worst fear. Mm -hmm. Another said, okay, but real talk, I'm ready to do this. Mm -hmm. Another one said, I need to talk to you sometime about my situation. I need help. And another one asked if I had any suggestions for student loan debt. Um, with some of the shares, some people said, um, I know quite a bit of people in my life who are feeling this and need to read this. If you're seeing this, here's your sign to start fresh and take a leap. So to me, that just says like, Hey, like this is very relatable, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. and truth be told, I, I actually typed this entire thing up and I had a, I had a completely different, um, intro sentence at first it was longer and it was oh. a little bit more w watered down. And for some mm -hmm. reason, I just like, I always like reread my stuff. And for some reason I looked at it and I was like, that's not it. But I deleted it, kept everything else. And then just kept it very simple, but also very like, uh, emotional. And I mm -hmm. just put my dream died because of money. Yep. And that, that I guarantee that, that I that's is, what, yeah, a hundred percent. That's, that's yep. what made the difference for sure. Yes. And here's, here's why, here's why I didn't need to read the entire thing and, and still know that it was going to be amazing because what your story did was fill in some gaps. It gave some details, right? But your details are very, very different than the details of everybody who's reading that post. I mean, you might have some friends who are musicians who are in the same situation, but there's going to be a lot of people who are not musicians, but they have that dream and their fear. Like this one commenter said, legit is my biggest fear. Right. And it's not because their fear is living on $3 a day, which is a very important and, and poignant piece of that story. But their, their dream dying is one of their biggest fears. And so that is why so many people resonated with that because you, you hit the nail on the head. Not only did you talk about yourself, but you did it in a way that was relatable to them. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, and to kind of dissect this a little bit more, I want to, I want to go into this a little bit more. Cause I think that it, I think that the, the first line is definitely a huge reason as to why it worked, but I think it goes deeper than that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's dissect this a little bit. Um, so obviously that first line is thumb stopping. And it literally, what that means is like your thumb stops scrolling because people, they mindlessly scroll when they're on Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Yep. So if you can get the thumb to stop, that's a really good thing. Um, and it, it's thumb stopping because it is, uh, it's raw. You know, I didn't, I didn't, like you said, I didn't use the word lesson or slow down or whatever. I used the word died, you yep. know, it's very intense. Um, and that's what you need to do to get people's attention. Then from there, um, I found that I kind of follow like a formula in general for all of my posts, whether it be a post that talks about why I do something or what I do. Um, I always follow some, some form of a formula. And that formula is try and start with a thumb stopping intro line, then lead with the problem that the reader may be having and dig into it and dig into it Mm -hmm. kind of deep, you know, make it kind of like overblow the situation. Um, because sometimes that's what we do in our own heads. We overblow the situation. So, you know, people (laughs) will read that and they're like, that's how I feel. Even though, you know, it might not be exactly the reality of it. That's how they feel about it, you know? Um, yeah, good point. Yeah. So really dig in there. Then from there, after you've kind of got their attention and they're, they're like, um, sucked into this post, then you can hit them with some hope and kind Mm -hmm. of change the pace a little bit and let them know that like, Hey, like it doesn't have to be this way. You can change things for the better, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and then from there, they're going to be wondering, okay, that's great. I've heard that before, but how do I do it? Give them a solution, right? Um, whether this, yep. whether that solution be something that they do, whether that solution be, you know, something that you help provide to your clients, whatever it might be, uh, having a solution for that said problem now makes them feel like they found something that's going to work when maybe they've been looking for a long time that hasn't worked, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, after you've given them that solution, they've kind of gone through that roller coaster of emotions, you hit them with a call to action. Um, and saying something along the lines of like, if you feel this way at all, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, I offer a free consultation uh, that we can sit down and unpack your unique situation and hopefully give you some hope and some direction as well. You know, something like mm-hmm. that. But make sure it's inviting. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't have it be like cold. Don't have it be standoffish. It has to be inviting and it has to feel like you're a safe person to talk to. I know that we live in a culture where like, you know, everything is like fluffified, I guess you could say. (laughs) I love that new word. (laughs) Fluffified. Uh, But, you know, it is important to, to make people feel like they are able to talk to you. Um, and like, they, yeah. and like, you know, they can be open with you and you're not going to destroy them, you know? Um, cause that's, yeah. that's legit fear for people, you know? Absolutely. And I mean, this is a, you know, we, we know that a lot of people would rather talk about their intimate lives than they would talk about money, right? They'd rather mm-hmm. talk about politics and religion than they would talk about money. And this, so this is a very, very vulnerable topic for people. So I think it, 
it just exaggerates that vulnerability for them when they're like, oh, I really need to be able to trust this person. So yeah, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that I think is important to make sure that you do with your posts, if this is something that you, uh, is a part of your brand, I, I would recommend that you also accompany that, that post with a good solid photo, either of you or like a good graphic, um, something that's mm -hmm. visually appealing because that's what's ultimately going to catch a person's uh, eye at first. They're going to stop and look at the photo. Then they're going to look up. They're going to see that intro line. They're going to get hooked. And then they're going to mm -hmm. keep reading. They're going to see the problem. And just like a movie, the reason we love movies is because the hero always goes through a problem, right? Like we love, as much mm -hmm. as we hate the quote unquote, like struggles of life, we actually secretly mm -hmm. love the struggles of life. We just tell it, we yeah. tell ourselves that we don't, but that's why movies we are love so the triumph that comes from it. Yeah. And, and that's why movies yeah. are so successful. And you have to kind of treat your posts as almost like a movie, you know, like you get them mm -hmm. in there and they go in, they're sucked in through the problem. Then they get the solution and then they have the guide, which is the coach, you know? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So having that, that graphic or photo is really essential because that's, what's ultimately going to stop them first. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's really good. Um, I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but is there any way that we could have all of that just kind of put onto a one sheet for our listeners that we could drop a link in the show notes for them? Yeah, I could probably do that. Um, <laughs> he is, she's literally for all of you who are not seeing us right now. He's looking at me like, uh, you didn't say anything yeah. about that before. <laughs> but I just work. think. <laughs> yeah, it does. And honestly, it doesn't have to be super fancy. I just think it would be a really, it, it's a great formula. I think it would be really helpful for our listeners if we had just that, you know, list of things that walk you through how to, how to make that. I think it would be valuable. So yeah, you're okay with that. Yep. I'll be sure to make Thank that you. up and it'll be ready when this, when this episode uh, airs. And um I'll also post that in the Facebook group as well. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I believe that was pretty much what I wanted to talk about today. Um, you know, I just think that, you know, I, ha I had a lot of success with this post. Oh, and one thing I will say about this post is that um, I got seven new leads from this post. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. And, it, you know, I had, I posted this uh, four days ago or something. I've already talked uh -huh. to three of them on the phone and the other, the other four are lined up for this upcoming week. So Great. You know, it, it's something that yeah. I got so much value from. It. I was like, I have to show or share this with the community on, on the podcast because I think that they can also benefit from it as well. So I'll definitely Absolutely. make that one sheet. Um, we'll post it in the show notes. We'll also post it in the uh, in the Facebook group, which is uh, New okay. Money Habits Financial Coaches, if you guys want to hop in there um, and take a swing at it, you know. Um, That's great. I do have one follow-up question for you, Cody. Uh, I like to pretend that I'm one of your audience members and I'm, I'm just going to ask you a question that I'm curious about. Okay. When when you say you ha had seven new leads, <laughs> excuse me, and you also mentioned earlier that you had eight shares, mm -hmm. was there any crossover on those? Were any of the people who shared that, those leads, and or were there people who saw your post because of those shares that became leads? So um, I'm looking at the people who shared them right now. Um, half of the people who shared them were some of my closer friends who just saw okay. it and they're like, man, like, this is really good. And, you know, they, but they, they don't typically share your stuff, right? Like, you know, they'll interact with okay. it, um, but mm -hmm. they only share it if they think it's really good. 
Um, okay. Now, I will say, because they shared it, some people that I'm not even friends with, but they were, saw that post and then reached out to my business page. Um, okay, so good. There were leads that came from that. And then the other Perfect. two, there was a, a couple other ones. Um, one was my my best friend's mom, which again, she's super nice. Uh, but then there was, there was <laughs> two other ones that, that were uh, just random people um, okay. that, that were friends on my list, or my friends list. And they actually ended up reaching out to me as well. So fantastic. Okay. So there was some overlap and, and I, I just want people to hear that because we've talked on the podcast before about the compound effect. We've talked about, you know, what, when we start with something and it feels like we're not getting anywhere, how does that, how does that affect us? You've been doing this for a little while now. This is one of the better posts that you've had. It didn't happen overnight, but you're starting to see that there is that compound effect happening for you. You've had people who normally shared a few things here and there. Some of them are friends. Some of them are, you know, mostly strangers, but you're starting to see some, <clears throat> some momentum with that. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to share that with our listeners to let you guys know, don't give up on uh, where you are right now, because if you even just one post got Cody seven leads from that. And that's, so that is absolutely amazing, but it wasn't your first post that you ever tried. <laughs> so I've made uh, many I want, want them to hear that as well. <laughs> What's that? I said, I've made many a post for sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and you know what? The other thing too, and, and maybe I'm crazy, but you might not have been ready for those seven leads mm -hmm. five months ago. Right. Right? right. You might not have had the right systems in place. You might not have been the same coach five months ago, seven months ago in order to be the right coach for those seven leads. And so I think that there's, there's a time for everything as well. And so I think that the timing is just really good for you. And it's just really, really fun to watch you grow as a coach, not just in the number of leads you get, but how you're interacting with your clients as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with that because, um, I can honestly say that even within the last, uh, like month and a half, maybe two months. Mm -hmm. uh, my coaching has really evolved in a lot of ways um, to be better for not only the client, but also myself too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the fact that I'm getting all of those new leads right now is much better than maybe, you know, three months ago when, yes. when it wouldn't have been as good for either party. So I, I totally agree. And uh, I, you know, I, it kind of goes hand in hand with uh, everything happens for a reason. And mm -hmm. I definitely believe in that for sure. Yeah, very good. Well, thank you again for your vulnerability today and sharing not just the surface, but actually sharing the details of what you're doing in your business, Cody. I know that it's benefiting our listeners and I know they appreciate it as well because we've been getting some really great feedback. So thank you so much. No problem. Thank you guys for always supporting the podcast and, um, you know, showing up every week and taking a dive with us. It's It's been a lot of fun and uh, we really enjoy it. So, and we're looking forward to even more podcasts in the future. You bet. So, You bet. Tune in next week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our host by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.